Hi. Hello. Hi. Is it me you're looking for? It probably isn't. Welcome to Foolish. <laughs> you look ridiculous right now. I'm Bill. Hi, Bill. <laughs> Who are you? Chuck. Chuck? That rhymes yeah. with truck. Great. What's the favorite what's your favorite word that rhymes with your name? Oh, none. I hate them all. Do you? You hate trucks? Luck, you hate, you maybe? hate sucks? Yeah, none of them are good. Luck's pretty good. Luck's okay. Fuck's but pretty good. But then Dane Cook Dane Cook made that movie called Good Luck Chuck, and that ruined it. Oh, right. Yeah. So I don't have a really... Uh... All the things associated with my name that are famous people are terrible. <laughs> but, but, like, like what? Like, there's no... Like, who's the coolest celebrity person with a name that's either Charles, Chuck, Charlie, or Chucky? Uh, Charles... Was Bukowski named Charles? Named Charles? Yeah, but I don't, I don't really care about him. Okay, fair enough. He was just like a drunk poet. Yeah, Charles Barkley's cool. Is he? Yeah, he's funny, but is he cool? I think he's cool. I like him. Sure, but Um, then there's like there's Chucky Finster, there's Chucky Cheeses, there's Chucky the Killer Doll. You know, (laughs) there's Charlie Brown. It's quite the spectrum. We've been over Charlie Brown before. I don't really care for him too much. Charles Schultz. There's Charles Manson. Charles Manson, yep, he's great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley. Who's that? Um Oh god, he was like a dude from the sixties. I don't know. I don't care. Great. Um Yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> I was thinking about that recently, actually. Um, that there are no attractive bills. That's insane. What are you talking about? Who's who's a bill that's attractive besides Bill me, Pullman? Of course. Bill Pullman? You think Bill Pullman's attractive? Bill Clinton, uh, I had a conversation with a couple of lady friends, uh, and granted they were all Democrats, but uh, I guess when Bill Clinton is a young man, they all think that he was super smoking hot. Oh, boy. Like, for, you know, a politician. I thought he looked dumb when he was young. Like Me too, but the girls like, like, seem to like him. Like, you saw, like, a, like Peyton Manning's college, uh, college look, and he looked like a big, dumb, just kind of hick dude. Yeah, but, like, Bill Clinton like played saxophone on Arsenio, you know? yeah. Yeah, all you gotta do is wear sunglasses and play saxophone, and you're like ninety percent of the way there. Yep. Yeah, but then he kind of he kind of ruined it for himself. Why? Well, he did the whole uh, have sex with the with the uh, the young girl, not you know a young lady. That ruins uh, it. That proves you're available. You're ready to go. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) He also almost got fired because of it. What if um? Oh, what the hell is the name of that? What if Ashley Madison existed back then? What do you mean? Like, would Clinton have been on that? I don't think Ashley Madison is a, was a real thing, even when it did exist. Does it not exist anymore? It Well, it got hacked, remember? And all the people, like, someone hacked, uh, your video went away again, but all the people who were on Ashley Madison, like, all their emails got out, remember, mm-hmm. like two three years ago? And oh, it was like, yeah. oh, it's 95% dudes <laughs> and a bunch of spam robots and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't think there were many... Uh, married women going to AshleyMadison.com to find people to have an affair with. For women in general, going online is... It's dangerous. Anyone, anyone, any legit women who are on dating sites and all that stuff, they're they're very courageous in my book. 
Mm-hmm. I met my fiance on a dating site, though, so I'm all for it. You did. But that's Match.com. I feel like Match.com is a little bit more serious. Yeah, if you charge enough. like Because you got to that... pay like 35 bucks a month or whatever it is for Match.com. Yeah, spam, spam isn't going to do that. Yeah, that's right. You get more serious people, I feel like. Mm-hmm. My mom met someone on Match.com pretty recently. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Um, and they've been, going on, they've been going on dates and stuff. I went to... Uh, my fiance and I have a subscription to a theater that's local. The Gam mm-hmm. Theater in Pawtucket, which is a really, really wonderful uh, local theater. Mm-hmm. And I took my mom to a show like for Christmas. We went and saw a play and she liked it a lot. And so she thought it'd be a good idea to go on a date with this guy to the play. And she's texted me and she's like, hey, guess what? Me and uh, this guy are going on a date to the game theater this Saturday night. And I said, you don't say. Alex and I are going to the game theater <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> so I got to meet my mom's, I guess he's your boyfriend, new boyfriend type of deal. Uh, how was that? On their like second date. <laughs> was that awkward? It was, it was, well, I'll say now that my mom is 62, 63 years old, and so is he. So it wasn't like, I don't they, know. I think they know what kids are. They're past the point of, yeah, all that. Yeah, there, there drama wasn't much and awkwardness stuff. about it. Like, you know, it was just, it was, yeah, he seemed like a very nice gentleman. So it would be interesting, like, the second date. Here are my kids. Like, here's, <laughs> that's right. I don't know how much it terrified him, but they're still going strong. So it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. Kind of a little bit weird, but not in a bad way. I'm very, my mom seems very happy about it. I don't know how much I want to disclose on here. He made her a mix CD. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. And it had, like, all... It was very sweet, and she liked it a lot, and it was really endearing. Oh, this endearing. is great. I love all And she, all she was playing it at the, at the house on Easter. You know, she was playing this mix CD. And if I just say, pick five of the most cliche... Uh, early relationship songs you could put on a mixtape what would some of them be and i have a feeling you're gonna guess three of them (laughs) is one of them marvin gay no not sexy stuff more like uh it's not sexy stuff okay more like um gentle romance kind of stuff lovey-dovey songs like the most cliche ones you can think of why am i so bad at this how about this my mom has brown eyes Oh no, brown eyed girl, really? <laughs> uh what would a guy play who maybe wants to hold someone's hand? Oh no. <laughs> I wanna hold your hand. like the most on the nose songs. And it was very sweet. It was very nice. I was trying to think because it's like they're in their sixties, so oh, Yep, that's... it's yeah, it's all the seventies and sixties songs that we've heard a million times about like young love and stuff. And it was oh. very, very sweet. It was a very nice thing. Is that uh so happy together? Oh, I'm sure it was. I bet it, that w- uh, I don't remember, but it wouldn't surprise me at all that it was on there. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's it pretty cool. Did he? Uh, did he do what we used to do and like write names on the CD? Did he like name the oh, CD? I didn't. I you know I didn't look at the disc. He had to put some sort of label on it. I'm sure. I should have looked at the disc. I wonder what he named the mix. Did you ever make a mixtape for anybody? A mix CD. No, but um, one time Derek Dusablon let me borrow a because he wanted me to get into the Beatles, so he made me a recording of like mm. a bunch of Beatles songs. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we exchanged music pretty frequently that way between friends. Sure, 
Because that's um, but Derek actually included a piece of notebook paper with this tape and had a paragraph on every song about its origin and its oh, meaning. No oh, that's great. Yeah. That's really see that he put a lot of work into it. Sometimes he would do that. I made mixes a lot, you know, like kind of weird mixes, and I'd uh, we'd play we play them in the car and stuff. Like, hey, I made this really cool mix. Yeah. Back when, like, uh, what were the streaming services? Not streaming services. The downloady. Uh, Morpheus LimeWire. and uh, LimeWire and I think Kaza. Kaza. You say Kaza or Kaza? I say Kaza. Uh, I use I think LimeWire is my go-to. I really like LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. Theoretically, the, which I never used because we didn't steal music because that was illegal. Oh no, no, we didn't. The thing we didn't do that I don't like is right. waiting through all the bullshit that was on LimeWire. Like you'd look for a song, right? <laughs> and you'd ha- and you'd quickly find out like uh, you knew right away like oh this was a bullshit song. Mm-hmm. Well, just you pretty much just went by uh, size, right? Yeah, size and uh, the length of time. Yeah, yeah. There was one actually. Now that we mentioned it, that had like a Bill Clinton impersonator on it. Do you remember that one? You download what? the bullshit file by mistake, and instead of the song that you wanted to hear, it was "Hi, this is Bill Clinton." <laughs> Go to this website for more great music or something like that. It was some no. ad. Uh, have I remember that concept? I remember a lot of the time I would get the same track, which mm. was like a Madonna song with static in it. Oh no! Like I would download, I don't know, some. Island in the Sun by Weezer or whatever, and it would be like on an island in Knackerford, and then we just kind of do that ten times, the <laughs> oh, same God. fifteen seconds. Ugh. So yeah, that's annoying. I don't remember, I did. I made. I made. I think part of courting in our in high school days was making a mix CD and kind of like look how cool I'm going to be putting these really super obscure, kind of lovey emo songs. Tell this girl how much I like her. <laughs> did, who I've known for did a you week do that? in algebra. Oh, a billion times. Like really? insult college. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. What's the most? What's the just the lamest song that you put on that thing? Uh, I'd have to think about it. Because you got to understand, like back then, I was listening, like especially early high school, mid high school. There was like System of a Down and Rage Against the Machine and stuff mm-hmm. that. Yeah, nothing says I love you to a girl like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me! (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, I'd have to think, and like, so you'd also try to put on some really stuff that you thought would make you look cool. Like, I'd put in, like, you was on, like, Modesky Martin and Wood or some really weird Uh, stuff. You have to seem very cultured. Yeah, that's right. Uh, And I I don't remember specifically any, like, love songs. Oh, it'd be Coldplay. It would definitely be Coldplay. Oh, yep, there we go. That's number one with a bullet. Yeah, easily. Even though most of their songs are sad, but "Fix You," "Fix You" would be a would be a go to. Yellow would be a good one. Yep, sure. I got into a Facebook uh, discussion recently about Coldplay, and a lot of people don't think it's cool to like that band. No, and I, I understand why, but I I I used to love them. Yeah, I I used to love them as well. Yeah, I actually um I went to karaoke with a bunch of coworkers one time, and I wanted to do "Viva La Vida" by Coldplay, which is. Sure. Like, one of, as far as Coldplay songs go, I think that's probably on the lower, like, it's not a very wimpy Coldplay song. Sure. Like, that's a pretty mainstream Coldplay song, in my opinion. Um, I I think it's probably their biggest song. Sure, it could be. Um, But yeah, one of my coworkers were like, oh, no, Coldplay? Yeah. And I was like, I remember being shocked, like, oh, okay, I, I guess I'm... 
I guess that's something I'm supposed to keep secret. <laughs> yeah, screw that. I don't. I don't believe in doing that anymore. I just you know, like what you like, and that's all. Is that all because of the forty-year-old version? Coldplay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No. So the forty-year-old virgin. You you have you seen that movie? Uh, yeah, a bunch of times, but not in a long time. So there's one part where Seth Rogen and I think it might have been Paul Rudd were. were Going back and forth, you know how I know you're gay, you know how I know you're gay, and one of you them was because you listen to Coldplay. I feel um, like that one line in that movie um, has caused sh- like a Coldplay curse. Sure, well, there was that, there was a couple, they got too big. Sure. And then some people like compared them to Radiohead, and then all the Radiohead people were like, oh, they're not like Radiohead, <laughs> they stole all Radiohead stuff. And then Family Guy didn't like him very much either. Like Seth MacFarlane took a lot of shots of Coldplay, and... uh Already I think did. a lot of people just didn't like how big they got. And then yeah, it's going to happen. And then they also, they didn't do themselves any favors with their last like four albums. They've yeah. been pretty bad for a while. But I still say those first three albums are tremendous. Yeah. So that's all. That's why wow, we've been, we did not plan to talk about this kind of stuff, but hey. Coldplay just, uh, mixtapes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there we go. Uh, the purpose of this recording, though, is to not talk about mixtapes. Ooh, how are you going to swing that? It is, uh, t- again, for the third time in four recordings, is to talk about animals. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> so many animals. I am doing a thing this weekend, Bill. Oh, right, it's this weekend. It's this weekend. I'm leaving on Wednesday. And I'm going to the Kentucky Derby. That is awesome. I I think it it really it's it's something I've never cared about at all. Um, but it's always it's one of the it's oddly one of the bigger sporting events in the country that no one knows anything about. It's like the biggest gambling holiday deal. It's got to be, and I don't gamble, and I don't follow horse racing, and I don't think anyone really does. Not a but lot of a, people. But a billion people go to this thing. When it's on, for the minute and a half that it lasts, like, everyone watches it. And it's like, hey, did you see that uh, Horsey McHorseson won the thing? And then... <laughs> <laughs> no and then one knows see Tom Brady? Tom Brady might be there. Um, yeah. And it's going to it's gonna be a lot of fun. My, I have a family member who lives there who goes every year. Uh, and I think through his company, gets pretty, very good seats. So I have real nice seats to it. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to go. Now, I don't know anything about horse racing. I'm going to bet, I think, somewhere in their $60, $70 range on a couple of horses. Sure. But the the most money I'm going to bet is going to be placed on what shall soon be the official <laughs> Kentucky Derby horse, horse of Foolish the Podcast. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Now, Bill, when I say the most, it's going to be like 20 bucks. The, yeah, sure. Now, Bill, I don't know anything about horse racing. Do you? No, but the Kentucky Derby is still like it's one of those things that if you have the chance to go, you go. Like definitely, just it's a big event in America. Like if it was this or like the like most people I know hate racing, but they would still go to like the Daytona Five Hundred or something like that. I don't, think, I don't think I would, but sure. You wouldn't? Oh, yeah, I'd pass that. I'd pass that one up. Have you ever been to any racing event? I've been to uh, the one in New Hampshire a long time ago. See, that's a good one to go to because that's a small track. Yeah, Daytona, it's just like, it's a two-mile track, so they pass and then 
there's like another 35 seconds until they and come back around stuck again. In the, in, in the heat, right? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. on a big uh, hot plate. Yeah, and you're and trying you to follow it. a small car as it gets two miles away from you. And, and yeah. those things are long, right? Yeah, Daytona is a two-mile track. How? No, but I mean the length oh. of time. Yeah, it's 500 miles. They're going like 190 miles an hour. So it takes, yeah, a, a little like over two, two hours. hours. Yeah. So yeah. it's not much longer than a, or it's the same time as a football game or a basketball game. Yeah, about yeah, about a football game length. That's so so long to watch nothing. There's only one score, right? There's just you don't. There's no back and forth, is there? Yeah, no. It's all that till there's a winner. <laughs> yeah, it seems terrible to me. The Kentucky Derby is it's over in two minutes, and I think most of the time you're just kind of socializing and, and drinking mint juleps and stuff and wearing funny clothes. Is there only one race? Really, I don't know. There's no race undercard? Well, I think all the horses in the race had ha- have had to have raced throughout the year oh. and then scored enough points to get in. There's not like donkeys beforehand that warm up the track? <laughs> there are female horses. There are fillies. Ooh. There's a filly, and I think that happens on the day before, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Greyhounds? Nope. I don't think there's any dogs. All right. Anyway, we got to pick this horse, and what I did was send you a list of what I believe are the 20 horses in the race. Yep. Um, and they're, they're ordered by standing. And I think that is by how many horse horses, how, how they fared in previous races. Yeah. There's like a point system. Apparently. So like the, these horses travel around or maybe they stay in Kentucky and they race stuff. And then if you win a race, you get 10 points. And then, so the, the most point getters, you know, are in, uh, from this article, uh, BleacherReport.com, Kentucky Derby 2017 post positions. Uh, they say, is this where I read it? Maybe I read it somewhere else. Yeah, it is. Um, so since 1987, only uh, three times since 1987, since we were born, have horses in the top one, two, or three positions in terms of points have won. So really, you 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 get a better chance oh. going lower. But Bill, I'm not paying attention to that. I think there's only two things that matter with picking these horses. And what is that? Their name and the name of the jockey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. So diving right in, you're gonna you have the the first, you have the final pick. So one thing I want to mention really quick. Mm-hmm. So on this list, there are like seven jockeys that say NA. Not applicable. Yeah, they just don't which, know. Which yes. just makes me picture just horses just running by themselves yeah. without any jockeys. Which no, I think I think there's a guy on them. They just don't know who it is yet. Maybe <laughs> okay. They they have to rent one really fast. I uh, I know so little about horse racing. I feel like what matters more, the jockey or the horse? Um, apparently, apparently it's kind of the jockey because the they're. I feel like there was there's like one really famous jockey that's won a bunch of races and mm-hmm. is in like high demand. I guess I guess it's kind of both because if you have a good horse, you have a lot of money, so you can afford that jockey. I guess I yeah. don't know. Okay, it's sure. weird. It's weird that you could be like a a five foot tall, hundred thirty pound dude that could be in high demand. Like these As dudes, are, these horse. dudes are tiny. Yeah, yeah. The, it is. I would say of all the um non-sport competitions that'll happen on ESPN on random Sundays throughout the summer. Yeah. Like the eating competition and the spelling bee and poker and stuff. Bowling this is, and snooker. This is the most sport E one. Okay. Because, like... It's very actually, physical, sure. 
right? You're actually doing stuff. You're swinging your arm there, and you're bouncing up and down, and the horse is working really hard. Yeah. So it's very physical. I think it is a sport. Well, you get to like watch I'm... the horses get water dumped on them. What? So after these races, apparently the horses have to have water dumped on them because they will overheat. Oh, that's not cool. Like when a horse exerts itself that hard, they have to be cooled down like immediately after the race. Are they, is this one of those things that's like terrible as far as animal rights are concerned? I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah, I th- I don't think if I think if I did one second of research, I'd be like, oh, this isn't cool. This is it's, not very fun. It's iffy because the horses, in a way, get treated like gold at the same time. Sure, like they eat the best hay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they're it's like they're trapped, but while they're trapped, they're treated to the best of everything. Once they win, do they get to go off and like live in horsey kind of heaven? Like, do they get to like the Caribbean and they so, just get to graze and really nice grass? And oh, even better than that, the horse that just won the triple crown uh, either last year or the year before, Big Brown. I, I forget what his name is. I can look it up. But sure it once matter. that ho- once that horse retired, he's essentially get. All the money oh, after that, they get they become studs, and they just get paid to fuck a bunch of horses. So, <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you're a horse, sounds great. Yeah, you're you're a horse gigolo at that point. People pay top dollar to have you to have that horse fuck their horse, so that they can hopefully get a good racing horse out Super of it. Super horse. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Um, so that would be the life if I was like forty years old and I just got paid to bang a bunch of people. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we get to the list, because I'm going to be the official Foolish the Podcast correspondent of the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> yeah. Are there things I should be on the lookout for in there? What should I be reporting on? Are you going to do a recording from the Kentucky Derby? I think I might. I think I might. Oh, you should. I might do some like little one-minute posts. I'm, yeah. I'm, now, one thing that goes along with the Kentucky Derby is drinking a lot of alcohol. Yep. So I want <laughs> like a chronology. You do one clip sober and then... Okay, so it's going to be like... Uh, Chuck Smith reporting here at 10 a.m. from uh, Churchill Downs. Pretty crowded day. 65 degrees. Very nice. And that's going to be like, well, Bill, you know, here's the thing. 4 p.m. The horses went fast. And I didn't think they would go fast. And Tom Brady goes there. And... <laughs> yeah, that would be wonderful. Okay. I'll see if I remember. <laughs> uh... All right, so let's just get to it. I here's what I did. I so there's a list of twenty horses, and I basically I didn't do this on purpose, but I ended up with nine that I kind of liked. Uh huh. And then it's all you know. I'm gonna uh, say these guys not very good at naming horses. Some of the names aren't great. Some of them are pretty good. Um, and I have some that I definitely like a lot. Yeah. I have two that I really really like. I th- yeah, me too. <laughs> there's one that I think is very fitting. That should be the selection, but that's up to you. Uh, I'm going to go with the first. We're just getting to this, right? The first pick. Uh, one of the only ones. Uh, one, two, three. One of the few that don't have a jockey. Not Apical is riding. Uh, fast and accurate. Yeah, that was on my list. Because, um, Bill, you know what? When I'm looking for a horse that's going to win a race, I would like them to be fast and accurate. Do they need to be accurate? They, they well, just have to run in one direction. Don't. <laughs> Well, if they gotta like stay stay online, you know, there's like geometry to the to the track, right? If you yeah. want to get the inside lane and stuff, and when you pass, sure, they just hop some random fence, I guess. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's any jumping. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the horse was inaccurate, it would just run <laughs> to some random fence. <laughs> just and... go sideways or go <laughs> in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could have like, some balls to to name your horse with with fast in it too. Yeah, take some true. balls. Definitely. So there we go. Fast and I, accurate on the list. I feel like that's the Kentucky Derby version of trash talk is to name your horse something sure. that has to do with speed. <laughs> that's right. All right, you're up, sir. Um, I am going to go with untrapped. Untrapped. Okay. Why? Because because it's ironic because the horse is absolutely trapped. That's it's literally like in a pen before the race goes off. It, yeah, it's just it's it's running the Kentucky Derby. It, it if it had a choice, it would not be running the Kentucky Derby. It'd be in a field somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So sure. so mine's kind of just sad, but uh-huh. <laughs> I like the uh, irony. No no jockey for untrapped either. Also not applic- applicable. In the list. <laughs> yeah, NA. This no. also could be the case of a very lazy bleacher report reporter. Who was it like, c- he couldn't figure out who it was, so he just put NA. It could be, too. They have the owners on here, too, and... The trainers. Well, they... Oh, yeah, the trainer. Yeah, sorry. This this guy, uh, Stephen Asmussen, trains, sure. trained three of these horses. Yep, and I gotta tell you, some of these jockey names we're gonna get to him are pretty incredible. It's pretty good. The I think the jockey have have better names than some of these than the horses in some cases. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and we're gonna get to one of those. Sure, we'll get to one of those right now. Uh, this horse is ridden by Flavian Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> it's trained by Jerry Hollendorfer, <laughs> and the horse's name is Battle of Midway. Flavian Pratt, great porn name. <laughs> uh, the Battle of Midway was a naval battle in World War II in the Pacific. Uh, oh boy. There was a little island right in the middle of the little in the middle of the ocean that needed to control it, I think, and we won. And it was kind of the deciding battle of the war. It was a big kind of history deal. Uh, Were horses in that battle? I think just boats. <laughs> <laughs> the horses airplanes. weren't on the boats, but we the USA did win the battle. And it was a big turning point in the war, so maybe this horse is a, uh, you know. Oh. And I just like the, I, Flavian Pratt was the first name that was like, that's a, Flavian Pratt. Flavian sure. Pratt is a great name. <laughs> All right. Um, the next one I'm going to choose is. Um, ooh, this is number seven. Number seven, yes. I'm going to choose McCracken. <laughs> Mick Kraken. Mick Kraken. Um, also a good jockey name. Brian Joseph Hernandez Jr. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Three good names there. Carrying on the lineage, I'm sure, that Brian Joseph Hernandez Sr. started. You think Brian Joseph Hernandez Sr. is a great jockey? And Brian Joseph Hernandez Jr. is just trying to live up to his father's name? Oh, yeah. In the oh, horse I'm riding sure. world? I'm sure maybe his dad like whipped him a couple times and was like, mm. come on, you gotta, you gotta get with it. <laughs> Um, but McCracken is just—it's <laughs> great. It's 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 it was high on my list. I thought about putting it higher, but it's just too good not to say. Um, especially because I could just think of the guy who has to say the names really fast when he broadcasts on the radio and on television. That's right. And just getting to McCracken, and I feel like that's a nice, easy name, but it's McCracken around the bend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sure. I, I like it. 
I like it. I like that's a good, yeah. Yeah, because there's some Mahiran that I like a little bit more. This is my first. I, I kind of went with more badass names. Uh, my next one is Irish War Cry. Yeah, that's a good one. Which um, I don't know what an Irish War Cry is <laughs> or what it sounds like. Isn't that Braveheart? No, they were Scottish. Sc- oh. Scottish. Um, the South, the the Greycoats in the in the uh, in the Civil War had a war cry. They had the Rebel Yell. Um, Big Billy Idol fan. Sure. Um, <laughs> I just I I am Irish. It's written by a gentleman named Rajiv Morach. Not very Irish. Not very Irish. And it's trained by H. Graham Motion. That's a great name. It's a great name, and if you remember our first three fine things, I, I one of my fine things was people who have names with their oh. first name is a lettered initial. Right. Uh, and H. Graham Motion is one of two people on this list who have that going on. Um, initials are big with trainers. If you look at all these trainer names, almost all of them have some sort of initial. Yeah, they're all... Yeah, no kidding. A whole bunch of them. Yeah, they all think they're classy. <laughs> They are. So, uh, I don't know. How do you feel about Irish War Cry? Um, Irish War Cry is a, a good horse name. Um, <laughs> H. Graham Motion I like better. H. Graham Motion pretty good. <laughs> I feel like he should have come up with, like, yeah, just name the ho- That's a better horse name than, than Irish yeah, War Cry. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> it's got motion in it. Yeah. I love it. Um, So, the next one I'll do, this is number six? Five. Five, sorry. You're better keep track of that than I am. Um, I'll go along with your tough name. This might have been mm. on your list. Thunder Snow. Thunder Snow. Thunder Snow. <laughs> Professional wrestler and a horse. Yes. <laughs> Thunder Snow's special move is also called Thunder Snow. Of course. What is what is the Thunder Snow wrestling move? Is that a <laughs> submission hold? Um, that would be like it'd be like a ooh no nah, a thunder thunder makes me think like a suplex kind of deal or like a power bomb. Yeah, but like, what if he's got him locked in the thunder snow? <laughs> <laughs> or his two fists are named Thunder and Snow. Ooh, not bad. And it's like a striking kind of finisher. Yeah, the thunder is a fist, and then the snow is just like a like a chop to the neck or something like that. <laughs> thunder snow, thunder snow, thunder oh, snow. Back out, back out. Sure. Uh, go ahead and try to say that jockey's name. Um, and the trainer name. Um, so the tr- jockey is, is it Christoph? I think it's Christoph. Christoph, uh, Sumilon, I believe. Sumilon? 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 S-O-U-M-I-L-L-O-N. Yeah. I bet he's it, a fast jockey. And then trained by Saeed bin Sewer. Sure. <laughs> sure. Christoph Sumilon and Saeed bin Sewer have a- thunder snow. They're they're a very diverse group of people that train that horse. Uh, <laughs> it seems like break, breaking down racial barriers. That's right, and I like everything about it. Um, Thunder Snow is also high on my list. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're getting up there now. I. Yeah, this is number four. Uh, I don't want to take the top one because it's still on the board. So I'm gonna go with. Do I go with my favorite? Jo- so right now, there's my favorite jockey name, <laughs> and my favorite horse names are both on the board. Wait, which one do you like more than Flavian Pratt? 
<laughs> There's one on there that I like a lot more than Flavian Pratt. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, as I'm looking at these, I'm going to go with, uh, this is a simple name. It's classic. Mm-hmm. It's actually a better name for a dog, maybe, or a cat, and that's Patch. Yeah, Patch is a... Uh... Patch is not a fast horse. Yeah, no, Patch sounds like an old, decrepit, just... Then I'm rooting for him with all my heart. All right. I, I, he doesn't okay, even so have like a jockey, Phil. He doesn't have a jockey. <laughs> nope, jockey's N.A. <laughs> and his trainer is Todd A. Pletcher. Yeah, I just which picked... Is... Todd Sorry. A. Pletcher is an accountant in Muskegee. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just picture a wounded horse. I don't. He's just I'm not intimidated and... <laughs> at all by that horse. But he's not intimidated by the race, Bill. It's also a really quick. Just patch. <laughs> Is that one syllable? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Patch has been here before. He's seen it a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen everything. That's old he, Patch. He just starts walking. <laughs> Doesn't even race. But you know what? He knows the tricks of the trade. He's he's got veteran savvy. <laughs> Patch does. Slow and steady. <laughs> Slow and steady, that patch. Hey, it could win a race or two. He just wants to get done with this race so he can watch TV. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the sooner he gets across that finish line, the sooner he can watch the Rockwood Files. I was going to say, he can watch his stories. Yeah. <laughs> Murder, she wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm Patch! <laughs> I'm running in the I'm running in the race tomorrow. Nay. If I win, I'm gonna go on the Johnny Carson show. I can't nay. Nay. Yeah. Gallop, trot. I'll, I'll show you an Irish war cry. I was in the war, damn it. Give me that carrot. <laughs> See, Patch deserves to be on this list. Ooh, I like the brush. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, this is number three? Are we at number three? Wow. We are at number three. All right. I'm, I'm curious of what your number one is. Um, my number three is... I rap. Because <laughs> I just have so many questions. Is this supposed to be a play on Iraq? I thought it was an Apple product. Or an Apple product, Exactly. Is the horse, are they declaring that they like rap? Do, well, I rap. It's not, I rap. It's not so, an so, Apple product. So it's spelled like Iraq, just with a P with instead P. of a Q. But it's not an Apple product because if it was Apple, the I would be lowercase and the R would be uppercase. Which just seems like a missed opportunity to me. Are they allowed to do that? Yeah, why not? They can, you, they can name these horses any nonsense they want, apparently. I've, I've never seen a Kentucky Derby horse with like special characters or... It's not a special character. It's just a capitalization kind of deal. Maybe they require that. I don't know. Right. And who who is who's riding IRAP? Because so, some someone would put a horse name in all caps if they could. I believe. That's probably true. Yeah, you're probably right. So maybe they have to. Maybe there's a very strict uh, <laughs> copy editor. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a computer password. You gotta. Yeah. That's right. First one must be capitalized. No numbers or special characters. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Mario Gutierrez Yeah Is gonna be Jockeying? Yeah Riding Jockeying I, Jockeying I think, I think that's correct 
And then Doug F. O'Neill, um, that's a very unnecessary middle initial. Yeah, because you got the F and the O. He's already got an O. What does he need an F for? He doesn't. Doug F. O'Neill. And it's got a period after the F and a sky comma after the O. That name's just a fucking mess. Yeah, it's not great. Make up your mind. Bill, I don't like this pick. I don't love this pick. That's why it's not my number one. I just like, I I rap. I have so many (laughs) questions about that name. I want to know the origin of that name. Maybe it's a rap. Oh, that's that's more clear. That's better, right? <laughs> sure. Sorry yeah, I, to disappoint not... you with that pick, but <laughs> it's, it's okay. So for my two, I kind of think I know who you're gonna take with. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take this guy at number two. I have a clear number one. I think I'm gonna take it. I think I'm gonna take it, and it's. Uh, it doesn't have a jockey. And his name... All right, I'm clear. I'm in the clear. Is Gormley. <laughs> Does it make you think of Matt Gorley when you hear it? A little bit. It makes me think of an old English butler. <laughs> Gormley. Gormley. Fetch, fetch the Cavassier, Gormley. Patacherio. <laughs> I did not like Gormley. <laughs> I liked Gormley because it's so ridiculous. That is not a horse's name. It's, uh... It's... Trainer is John A. Sheriffs. Pretty good. That, which that's a great name. Sheriffs would be a great horse name. Yeah, I'm sure. It's These happened. people are really bad at coming up with horse names. Well, I feel like there's been a lot of horses, and uh, you probably it, can't double in, dip. You can't double dip on a horse name. I don't think you can have like Secretariat too. They're gonna run out eventually. Well, I think that's why we're getting so ridiculous. I think um, that's like there's you can't just be Dave anymore. <laughs> Although, if there was a horse named Dave, it would be number one with a bullet. You're telling me this can't be the first horse named Patch? <sighs> Someone had to have named a horse Patch before this one. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I picked... I, I thought you were going to have Gormley at number one, and the reason I put him there is because, as previously stated, Gormley is pretty high up in the standings, and since 1987, only three horses from there have won. So I didn't want to... to to kind of reverse jinx us and put him in a position we didn't want to be in. So that's why Gormley is at number two on the list. Oh. The only research I've done is that paragraph from this article. So. <laughs> and watch, you're going to win the whole thing. You're going to hit All a right. trifecta or a quadfecta or whatever the I don't know what mean. any of that stuff is. Me neither. I think if you... No, I think I do a trifecta is you have to pick the top three, but they have to be all the same. You have to get it correct. The first, second, third. Which seems impossible to me. Yeah. I should have went with McCracken. <laughs> McCracken was pretty good. There's a... Uh, my favorite trainer, rider rather, is still on the board. But uh, I'm I'm interested to hear who you have here. Because there's a... Just the name was... Is great to me. It's... it The name stood out to me in the midst of all these weak-sounding names and all these, like... I don't know, fucking war names. There's a lot of war names. There's a lot of warnings. There's Irish War Cry, mm-hmm. and then there's State of Honor. Uh, Battle of Midway. Battle of Midway. Uh, there's a lot of wars stuff. And, like, Thunder Snow is a Classic kind of Empire. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, so in the midst of that, there was mm-hmm. one that just kind of stood out, and it is J-Boy's Echo. <laughs> sure. J- J-Boy's no Echo. J-Boy's Echo. What the fuck is that? 
It's a name for a horse. It's such but, an urban name for a horse. I fucking love it. I think it's actually so trying hard to be urban that it's not at all. It, it, yeah, it's like me saying it right now. It's J-Boys Echo. Yeah, bad. <laughs> but insane. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling you were going there. Um, So the, the jockey is Robbie Alvarado. Sure. And the trainer's Dale L. Romans. Which, Dale uh, L. Romans. All these last names are great names for horses. Um, yeah, Romans is pretty good. So we're gonna. So I'm gonna put. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna put twenty dollars on J Boys Echo to win. J Boys Echo. Okay. I'm rooting so hard for J Boys Echo. And now, why don't let's maybe put ten bucks on the Kraken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do that. We'll put ten on the Kraken. And then, who else? Thundersnow or Gormley? You seem what to are, like, our, what you are seem, our favorites here? Uh, we seem to like Gormley. So Gormley's let's really high on the list, though. So I th- doesn't. I thought about mentioning Sonneteer because they are the jockey and the trainer have the same last name. They do, and they have the same. So are that was brothers? my favorite jockey name because, as mentioned before, I like the jockey's name is J. Keith Desmoreau. Oh yeah. Two foolish references in there. There's Mason Devro, pretty close to Desmoreau. Yep. And the J dot as a first initial for the name. But oh. Sonneteer, bad horse name. Yeah, Sonneteer is a bad, terrible horse name. Yeah. But yeah, they're yeah. both named Des Desmoreau or something. So well, I've... the 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 rider is J Keith Desmoreau, and the trainer is Kent J Desmoreau. Yeah, they both have J. It's so weird. I think it's the same person, but he puts a mustache on. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm Jay Keith, not Kent J. Kent J's the trainer. I'm the writer. Duh, I have a mustache and he doesn't. <laughs> I gotta make a call in this phone booth really quick. <laughs> That's right. So I think, would you say our favorites were McCracken and Thundersnow? Uh, Can we so- put something on Patch? <laughs> <laughs> He's already got a patch on. <laughs> I'm putting ten bucks on I Patch. I picture a horse with stitches. It's so terrifying. <laughs> I'm putting 20 bucks on Patch. There's nothing you can do to stop me. All right. Well, you got to put some on J-Boy Zecco. I'm putting 20 on J-Boy Zecco. I'm going right. to put 20 on Patch. 10 on McCracken and 10 <laughs> on Thundersnow. That works. I like it. And then if there's like a trifecta, if there's like a pick two or three, I'll go McCracken, Thundersnow, and J-Boy Zecco. All right. I like it. Bill been... also... All right, so so the official Kentucky Derby horse of Foolish the Podcast is J Boys Echo. Now, this Echo doesn't belong to J Boys. It's not it's not like the Echo of J Boys because there's no apostrophe. It's just J Boys Echo with no punctuation. There is a space between each thing. Yep, there are multiple boys. It makes me think there's a gang called the J Boys, and mm-hmm. they somehow have an Echo, which I don't know what that means. No, it's not. But... It's not possessive. Oh, it's not their Echo. Yeah. So what is the echo part then? I don't, I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Is it me saying J boys, J boys, J boys, J boys? That's that's correct. Okay. That's cool. what it must be. Okay, that I like that actually. Yeah. Alright, good. <laughs> this has been talking horse names. <laughs> it has been. It very much has been. <laughs> this should just be our podcast. We just talk we find out horse names and talk about them. Every, got, every, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's. 
I don't think we should do that, but if you want to, we can talk about it. I was going to go on for another five minutes talking about that premise, but you cut me off, which seems like the smart idea. (laughs) Well, I've got one more thing I want to address that might be a, that we said, I'm going to check in from the Derby. Uh, I don't get to Louisville until Friday, but I'm flying on Wednesday and I'm going to Nashville, Ooh. which is only two hours south of Louisville. And uh, so it turns out flying into Louisville the weekend of the Kentucky Derby is the most expensive thing you can do. <laughs> and flying into Nashville, staying in Nashville overnight for two nights and driving to Louisville is cheaper than flying into Louisville. Wow. So or it actually should be just about even. But Nashville has a, d- a dish that I'm going to try called hot chicken. Okay. And it's, Bill, it's chicken that's very hot. The official animal of Foolish the Podcast? That's correct. Um, but Christian has advised, Christian, my roommate, who likes spicy things, doesn't think I'm going to be able to handle the hot chicken. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to make a little video of myself feeding the hot chicken and see what happens. So I think that can also go into next week's episode. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. If, if you're in pain, just make sure you're in pain very loudly. Sure. <laughs> in public. <laughs> yeah. So why do you want to try this so badly? Well, I've been liking spicy foods more and more, and uh, it does seem very delicious, and I think I'll like it. Cause I love it. It's fried, it's deep fried chicken, but it's in a very spicy batter, and it's supposed to be exquisite. It's supposed to be really, really good fried chicken. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to try it, and I think I'm going to love it. I have a, um, no pun intended, hot take on chicken. Uh-oh. I think that chicken can only be so good. I feel uh, like I feel like there's a maximum level of good taste that chicken can have, and mm-hmm. that maximum level is not as high as some other things. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's chicken can be pretty amazing sometimes, but I'm I'm kind of with you, yeah. Like I feel like something in the top seventy five percent of cheeseburgers will be better than the best chicken. You know what I mean? Or like a uh, or, like, or like steak or something. Well, steak is certainly better than chicken. Red meat is better than white meat. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't think I don't think that's that hot of a take. I think it's a no a perfectly okay. acceptable take. Like I would never, I would never spend like forty dollars on chicken. Well, no, that would be insane. Even even if it's the best chicken. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm right with you. So, oh, that's my hot take. Come at me, people. Good night, everybody. Hey everybody, Bill here. Just a real quick addendum to this recording. When me and Chuck recorded this, we had no idea about the horse Patch, so I did a little research. Turns out, Patch is called Patch because he only has one fucking eye. Yep, we're going to hell.